Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me today. Um, so today, this is going to be very free flow. It's a Monday morning, it's a bit hazy in Lagos. Temperature is 24 degrees centigrade, which is quite cool for us here. Um, and I know some of you in other parts of the world will be like, wow, how can 24 degrees centigrade be cool but it is cool for us in lagos it will get a bit warmer during the day when the sun comes up but for now it's pretty cool but we have a bit of a haze so we just have like hazy days while you guys have winter and i hear it's really really cold in um, other parts of the world now so um, just keep warm and continue to stay safe as much as you can and um, the lord will continue to keep you and protect us all in our going out and our coming in in jesus name so um Today's type, the title of today's music, I'm just going to call it Let's Talk About Jesus, which is funny because this episode, this podcast is called Musings with Jesus, so the assumption is that we're musing about Jesus all the time, but I sort of like, while reflecting, while I was doing one of my assignments last week, my Bible school assignments, which I have spoken about, um, I reflected on, so we have to turn in a weekly assignment where we sort of do a summary of the chapter we've read and then it ends with a personal reflection. We review the chapter sort of and then we end with a personal reflection. So I sort of reflected that a lot of what I say on this podcast, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think I focus it almost on like people who are already saved and people who already have given their lives to Christ and probably are on this journey of knowing more or going through stuff and you know we just want to really really talk about how can we make things better for ourselves how how does God help us through life you know and what does being a Christian mean how do we enrich our relationship with him how do we overcome the challenges of life using the word and the scripture and how how do we become better disciples of Christ so I guess that's somehow the slant I think I don't know I, I may be wrong because you know God has a way of making people hear he can make you know one message he can actually you know create different legs and people hear different things you know sometimes what you say and what people hear um, uh, is not necessarily the same but so but I sense I feel that I think I speak more as though I'm talking to people who are on a similar journey as myself because I almost feel like I don't expect that someone who hasn't given their life to Christ will stumble on this podcast but then again I think I want to challenge that assumption and the reason why I'm saying so is that because it's actually possible that those of you who listen can also share this stuff with people who you know have not come to Christ but you just think this is I just want to share this with them and um, you know and, and maybe God may end up helping that person become more aware of what it means to be a Christian and begin to consider you know or they may be convicted you know and then you know Holy Spirit does his work and then they, they become um, followers of Christ and I guess what got me thinking there's this scripture you know Paul is one of my favorite authors in the Bible I like Paul a lot I like Isaiah I like Daniel but in the New Testament, men hands down Paul and then John. You know, those are the two people. James too, I sort of like. I I like I like the letter, letter written. Uh, you know, well, whoever wrote that James. But I like Paul. I like Paul's theology. The only the only places where I have a bit of issues with him is when he begins to talk about all those gender related things, and then you know, um, and, and I really hope that I, I hope somehow in my journey in bible school we have an opportunity to talk about some of those things although i do know that some of those what he said was contextual but you know anyway so that's that 
so i like paul um i i i, I like his zeal his passion for god um the way in which his life changed when he met jesus so dramatic and he turned around and he just never changed and he was so he was so he the revelation that he received even now that I, i'm in bible school and I, we're reading a lot of things it's like even though he he was he he had followed you know he was a scholar based on the torah and and the jewish law and all of that by the time he received christ it's like all of a sudden everything became clear to him oh so this guy is really the messiah and he took all of that knowledge that he had you know and he just and and god started giving him revelation with the words of christ and all of that and he blended and was able to connect the dots you know the richness of his understanding of of the old testament and the and the jewish um, torah and the torah he he used it to interpret and understand and explain to people who christ was how the prophets had foretold of him how the prophecies that had gone from old were fulfilled in different aspects of his coming things that he said the things that he did where he was born in bethlehem you know um the how herod went after the children and went to kill so many while they had to flee to egypt you know all those things that have been prophesied that people didn't know he was able to pick you know follow the clues by the power of the holy spirit and build this you know storyline about jesus by the unction of the holy spirit that is so powerful and um, that's what we read in the letters that he then you know used to teach people and share and all of that so I think what I appreciate about him very much is that his personal story and testimony about Christ was it was a story that he told everywhere he went everywhere he went and even when he had developed a lot of understanding and knowledge about so many other things that's foundational story about christ continued to be his anchor and that led him to say this iconic statement which he said in romans chapter 1 verse 16 which every time i read like it cuts me to the to the bone you know to the heart and he says i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believes to the jew first and also to the greek for therein is the righteousness of god revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith he then goes on in Romans 10, you know, to give us that very iconic set of scriptures that everyone now uses when you want to talk to anybody about Christ. And um, what that what that is, it says, if you believe with your heart the Lord Jesus and you confess with your mouth, let me read it, let me just not try and do this off head, which is what I was trying to do. I'm almost there. Okay so um, romans chapter 10 reading from verse 9 it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in your heart that god had raised him from the dead you shall be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation this romans 10 9 10 is the iconic verses that we use to really explain when people when you've spoken to people about christ and then you know they now they're not like okay what should i do what do i do, need to do to be saved and like if you believe that jesus christ you know is god god's appointed savior you want him to come into your life that god raised him from the dead you will be saved you believe that he, he died for your sin he, you know that he came and that god raised him and that he seated at the right hand of god and that he ever lives to make intercession for us and that by his name salvation comes upon all men if you believe all of that just confess it ask jesus to come into your life so i just want to really say that jesus the lord my 
so let me just well I, i've shared my testimony several times a couple of times well, more than a couple of times on this podcast but i think i need to consciously just say it every now and then and i'm not going to say it too much but just to say that jesus changed my life and uh, my father died when i was very young i've said this before and from then on i was very close to him i was the only daughter and um, it was just really it was difficult particularly in my teen years and i i missed him a lot you know i really really did miss him i miss not having a father i was i didn't want a father figure i wanted my father you know what i'm saying i see when people talk about oh having a father figure i'm like you guys assume that a father figure <laughs> replaces a father you know i didn't want a father figure i wanted a father i wanted my biological father and i couldn't have him because he was dead so i missed him but i wasn't craving for in fact i was so happy that my mother didn't replace him you know what i'm saying i am ever grateful to god and half for not doing that because i didn't want that I didn't want anybody telling me stuff that I felt you didn't have a right to tell me. I, I was that kind of child. And um, so I was like, yes, advise me as an uncle, but no, please, this space is already taken. You know what I'm saying? Mm, there's no room there. So that was that. So even if anybody came into the picture, you don't get the right to father figure me. You know what I'm <laughs> As in, I have very strong views on this part, as you can sense. So anyways... Um, and thankfully my mom didn't put us in that position so we didn't have that so we had you know typical just but she was mostly like single parent home so I miss my father a lot and that was it was that yearning that drew me to God it was that yearning and so when I came you know so in my teens I just I just needed somebody I just needed you know you know what fathers do they protect they shield they cover you they counsel you they just give you that sense of security i was what drew me to god i needed that i really needed it thank god i didn't look for it elsewhere god did not allow me to look for it elsewhere you know i i really thank god for that and i think that sort of helped me also from getting into some kind of situations because the fact that god allowed me to find him pretty early you know um because that yearning was really strong it was really strong and and even up to now when i say a lot of young girls or women you know who go through certain things when they're young i i I get it i know i know what they're looking for people are why are they acting up why are they i know i understand because there but for the grace of god would have been me as well i understand they don't i mean they there is something there's a yearning there's a pain there's a hole there's a vacuum there's a longing that is driving that behavior so anyways i met god i think it was a series of events um i was watching reinhard bonkers um crusade on tv i can't remember the entire story i'd already had the gospel but i think that was the trigger i gave my life that summer and um, you know started from there and ended up going to university got baptized with the holy spirit while i was there my journey with the lord began was attending a fellowship you know but god came in and he came in big he came in he just came in and he just filled that gap my teens were really a very sad time for me because i think that was when the reality of my father's absence really came on to me i don't know why from 13 age 13 to 15 it was really tough 
and I guess that, that whole teenager thing, you know, you just don't know. It was it was a very tumultuous time for me. Everything was going on well outwardly, but in, inwardly, I just felt really, really alone. And I don't think many people saw that. Till today, my secondary school years are a blur because of those years. Like literally, when I'm when I when I listen to my classmates remember everything that happened in secondary school, I'm stunned because I can't remember anything that happened in those years. I can't remember it. I don't remember any of my teachers. I don't remember my subjects. I have very vague recollection of that time of my life because that was my yeah I think that was when that was when the reality of my father's death dawned which is like six years seven um, eight years after he had died had passed because he died when I was five years old so all I also want to say I can't say too much all I will say is that the new birth experience is real this is not something that you fake this is not when people say they've given their life to Christ and Jesus came in and changed their lives trust me they really had an experience Paul had an, an encounter where he saw an angel and there was a bright light and he was blind for like three days I didn't have that physically but spiritually I had it and more because after that I stopped looking I did, you know I, 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 I didn't that vacuum that space that whatever it was that made me sad for a greater part of my teen years it was gone I had the conf- I you know I, I developed the confidence the boldness he became my rock he became my pillar my counsel I don't feel the need to discuss things too much with people because and of course by the time the Holy Spirit came in I mean that was just it and I started reading Kenneth Hagin books, Benny Hinn books. Benny Hinn taught me about how Benny Hinn's books taught me about how to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I think the breakthrough in my Christian experience was that I've always dealt with God because I I longed for a father. So um, that was that was the relationship that God is my father, and that's what Christianity does. Because when Jesus comes into your life, He brings with Him the you know the, the opportunity to become a child of God I think for me personally that's the most amazing thing about Christianity the death of Christ the sacrifice of Christ the fact that he he doesn't just allow me to come in as a servant or as a disciple but as a child of God and that is what because he said he died so that he can become the firstborn amongst many brethren he opened the way it would have been good i mean i'll be comfortable if it was only to be a servant or you know i'm not you know like my people will say anything is better than none you know or half a bread is better than none you know but what i really needed what i longed for because i didn't have an earthly father i wanted a father for which there was a real bloodline relationship with i didn't want a father figure so god is not my father figure he is my father my biological father through the blood of jesus because as Christ died, so I died. As he was risen, I was risen by his blood, by his resurrection. That's my testimony. Until today, you know, he's, that's what I treasure most about him. And I think it's helped me in my spiritual experience because 
I, I, even though yes, I sometimes I ask God for things, I expect Him to do things for me. But my relation, foundationally, our relationship was never really about. Oh, I have problems. Come and help them solve me. I wasn't so. There was nothing. You know, it was me. Just I just wanted God in my life. I needed Him, and I needed Him the way. You know, the way he was, people were talking about him, God will come into your life. And, you know, he just sounded like, yes, this is like what I'm looking for. This is what I need. This is what I need. I just need some somewhere that I can feel safe. Somebody that I can be myself with. Someone that I know that has my back, you know, and is committed to me, you know, and is interested in me and, you know, will do anything for me. And, yeah, that that, that has been him so far. That has been him all through. So, I really wish there was a way I could show people who God is, you know, on a personal level. Because I think until you have that personal experience, no matter what people say, it just sounds like theory, it just sounds like, you know, this person is just talking. But this is a real experience if if for anyone who's ever gone through any kind of pain emotional crisis or disruption you know that those things don't just fade away and i'm talking i'm talking about this was in my teens now i'm like 40 decades beyond that over that or at least 30 plus decades over that and i'm saying that that you know yeah it took it away that's what christianity does for you that's what the blood of jesus does that's what salvation experience in christ does for us so i'll leave it at that and uh, so everything you hear me say on these musings on the podcast it's just a continuation of the story that began in my seven when i was 17 years and yes i have my ups and downs i have not been the best sort of child to my father but he has been an excellent father to me um, he is God. He is God of the whole earth. He's also the judge of all men. Uh, I appreciate the fact that he's, you know, the universal God. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's all of those things. I appreciate Jesus for making the way. Holy Spirit, I appreciate him for being here as my wingman, you know, my hype man, you know, my conscience, my advocate, my counselor. But I appreciate the Lord for coming in and stepping in to be my father. That's really what I needed. And I treasure that relationship more than anything because, um, and I think what what is so good about it is that, and this is why I like this whole God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit thing, because there's this ecosystem of care that you just have with all of them. So with God, I have the fatherly thing. With Jesus, I have the like, you know, uh, Lamb of God, Blood of Jesus, the standard for the Father, the Savior, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords redeeming king sweet jesus you know the 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 one of the godhead that walks the earth so with jesus i get that sense of like man you understand you know because he was here you know and then he's he's the word of god so he he jesus reveals to me everything that god is so there's no way i can understand god i understand god because of what the word of god and the wisdom that the word of god gives through the word of god coming through jesus and you know jesus as the son of god and jesus as the word of god that was from the beginning of the world then the holy spirit comes with that power comes with the revelation with the understanding with the love with the spiritual ability to see to divine in fact one thing i like about the holy spirit is that the way he gives me inside information <laughs> oh lord 
people that deal with me they have no clue oh wow he shows me things and in the ways that i don't even expect he reveals things sometimes i don't you know he just he shows things he just shows me things so it's 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 a very good deal it's very good deal so giving your life to christ gives you access into this exclusive i don't want to use the word club but it's just like you move into this environment that is very sacred very holy very very exclusive but it's sad that many of us are not necessarily you know really functioning in that space but all i will just leave it at that but i will just say that let's talk about jesus jesus is he's the way the truth and the life and nobody can come unto god except by him If you're listening to this and you haven't given your life to Christ, I would just say, please, say a little prayer and just ask that he come into your life or that he shows you, gives you your own personal experience. And that, because if really, if it was really true that Jesus is everything that people say he is, wouldn't you want to know? You know, wouldn't you? I think one of my greatest regrets is that I will pass through this earth and have missed the fundamental, the most fundamental truth. That I needed to have known for my life as in that that would be tragic so I would say for anyone that needs has any questions may the Lord provide answers he did it for Paul I, I think that's the thing I, I don't know how he does it but God has a way of answering the cries of people's heart because how he singled out Paul Paul was not even looking to follow Jesus I mean he was going from house to house to pick people at least some of us miss if I was even looking. Paul was not looking. Although, again, let me correct myself. His zeal, he he was actually actually pursuing God, yes, because he had been. But he was, he was pursuing him rightfully through the law of the fathers, the Jewish law and the Torah that he knew. So God, I guess, saw the inside of his heart and knew that this man, even in what he was doing, he was doing it thinking that he was doing God a service. So God honored that sincerity and said, you know what? It's me you are fighting, no. <laughs> you can't kick against the bricks. And he was like, Lord, who are you? I am Jesus, who you are persecuting. That was it for Paul. That was it for him. That was it for him. I, I pray, I honestly pray. I pray for everybody. May, may God give you your own Damascus experience. Because when you have that experience, there's nothing anyone can tell you. You carry it with you all through life. Just like Paul did. And just like I have done. So... I'll leave it at that and um, I know that the Lord will do with these words what he will as he always does and I pray that um, the grace of the Lord will find you and his mercy will keep you and that his power will be upon you and all that concerns you in Jesus name Amen thank you for listening God bless you stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Amen